When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton. Uh, my sidekick, Josh, is literally at my side. Yes, I've been opposite you the last few times, but today yeah. I'm genuinely on your left-hand side. This is good. This is good to know. Listeners Do you think I've got know. the best side of you, either your left side or your right side? Mm, I think it's all the same. Yeah. You have a much plainer jumper than last time. Yeah, last got, time was a lovely grey number. Yeah, which was on the... Uh, took a photo of it and put it on the internet. I, I asked... Who, who's it put it on? Little, Little Will. Little Will put it on... Um, the Twitter feed, and I asked him to cut my head off in the picture because I didn't, oh. I didn't like the image of my face on that. Did he not? And he didn't, no, furious. <laughs> so uh, it's a problem with social never media. Again, never again. Have, yeah, no, it was fine. Um, we're joined by Alan Alka, always fun to have Alan. He's, he's hey, uh, always forthright, very good. How are you? <laughs> yeah, not too bad. I'm not expecting bad. some forthrightness. <laughs> okay. And we have a newbie, Raja. Hello, mate. Welcome. Thank you, boys. Um, you're your regular season ticket holder, is that right? I am indeed. Where do you sit? I sit, uh, <coughs> well, a bit maybe embarrassed to say in the prawn sandwich section. Don't be embarrassed. <laughs> Boyd's the same, don't worry about <laughs> it. We've been doing this thing for like, how long have we been doing this thing? You, Three years. And it, right you've been doing years? it, I think, four. four. I've been doing it two and a Right from the start, it was quite, I made it quite clear I sit in the, uh, in the club level, yeah, and I got a lot of shit from... Frankly, frank, morons, frankly, right, right. <laughs> who think that people who sit in club level aren't real fans. But of course we are. Are you in club level then? I am in club oh, level. So what bit um, of club level? Um, so I'm WM club. WM club? What yeah, the hell is that? Club. That's an offshoot. <laughs> I don't know about this well, one. They, they, it's like, it's uh, like the platinum door they, in that episode they, of Frasier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They give you caviar as you walk in through the door and a glass of champagne. It's, uh, it's nice. It's very nice. What does it stand for? My, I'm not sure. Not sure. WM. WM. Answers uh, on a postcard. Yeah, yeah. We'll find out. I'll Google <laughs> we'll it. We'll find out. God, that's... Uh, it's bang on the halfway line, right opposite Van Gaal. Oh, uh, so basically, his, uh, right. Van so I pay jacket. thousands and thousands and thousands. You pay even more thousands and thousands and thousands. Oh, I, oh you, got, you got a corporate... Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's a corporate, corporate, corporate big thing now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe we He's done his time at Highbury. We won't delve too deeply. Uh, He's done his time at Highbury on his oh, own good. money. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. So did I. That's good. <laughs> um, I wanted to mention, I've got loads more people saying hello to me on the street... Because so people like Little Will are putting up photos of your face with your oh, jumper. Maybe that's why, yeah. yeah. Now, there's, there's been photos of me down the years. But this one bloke, I was at the Royal Festival Hall, home of culture in London. And this bloke, this tall bloke with a little kid on, on his head, balancing his kid on his head with the weekend, stopped me and said, 
your boy Tilton on, you, I, I love footballistic chaos. How good is that? And now I was so taken aback. I mean, this does happen sometimes. I was so taken aback, I didn't ask his name or anything. I felt bad. <laughs> but so if, you, if you're listening, um, please tweet us and I will mention your name. And the name of your cute son who was balancing on your head. He seemed very happy that he met me, hosting footballistic chaos. <laughs> Um, yeah, our youngest not, listener. It could be our youngest listener. Yeah, I've, I've you don't know you're going to say something, Josh. No, I've not had right. that. I just I googled WM Club. Oh yeah, go on. Um, and it seems to just say it's the WM Club. So it's I'm, <laughs> as of yet none the wiser. WM was there a famous player WM? I thought about Woolwich maybe at the beginning, Woolwich? but I'm I'm not sure. Answers are available yeah. maybe by Twitter. Interesting. We could put it out. Oh, okay. Here oh. we go. Here oh, we go. Here we go. Late news. Breaking news. We should have got this. We should have got this between us. William this Morris. Exclusive private members restaurant bar now, which is named after the revolutionary 3223 WM formation introduced by Herbert Chapman right. and oh. his team captain, Charlie wow. Buchanan, in the 1920s. I'm liking that. There you go. Yeah, that's good. That's that his, is good from Arsenal. That's a I good like, bit of history. I, I, I like, though, yeah. yeah, I like that they've called While it you're that, eating yeah. your roast beef <laughs> and you, you can ponder that historical reason why you're in the WM Club. Oh, that's good to know. Um, Josh has done a frankly shoddy menu, but it doesn't matter because we've got to talk about the disappointing draw. You do say that, disappointing draw. Which is exactly what you claimed it would be at the end of last week's podcast. I did. Because you said it's going to be me. a draw, and I said, yeah. what, an embarrassing draw, because that's what yeah, you'd yeah. refer to... And you were like, no, just a disappointing draw. Disappointing draw, that, yeah. It was a disappointing was. draw. We have to address... Let's go straight in to address the, um, the Sanchez, 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 Sanchez situation. Because for me, it reminded me... Again, um, apologies to all the people who tweet me and complain whenever I go too far and think that I get carried away about these things. But for me, it was exactly like the Ospina... Playing Ospina in Europe situation. It was a gamble that didn't need to be taken that was taken by Arsenal because he's too nice and doesn't take the right decision, isn't ruthless enough. So that time he played Ospina because, you know, just to be nice, keep giving him a game, it was a fucking disaster and we're still paying, paying for it now. Yeah. And this game, he played Alexis because Alexis said, oh, I'm not that bad, I feel fine, even though he told the whole press and the whole world in the, in the press conference that he did have a tweak to his hamstring. And sure enough... It, it went wrong, and now he's injured. And now, Pat, now you say he's not injured for that long. What's, what's the news on that, then? He's not... But he's going to be out well, for Well, he's always out for the next couple of yeah. games. No, they're, saying they're, saying, they're saying he'll be back for Man City. Well, who, who, who knows? But anyway, it's but just like... knowing another... our medical team, that probably means Man yeah. City in the charity shield. Exactly. Yeah. But isn't it another example of oh. this irritating thing about Wenger? No. He cannot take these ruthless decisions. I but, think the error was made probably five days earlier when we went 3-0 up against Dinamo Zagreb. But oh yeah, yeah. And he didn't. Why didn't he come off then? Well, he said because other players were injured. He said Debussy had had a problem. He had to come off, and there were a couple of others. I can't remember who, but he explained. So he actually said, "I put him up front in the main striking position, which for he the did last do twenty yeah. minutes yeah. to try and give him a bit of a breather in the way that he didn't have to do all the tracking back." He's not like that, though, is he? Because he still came back. I, I so it's, it's just another example of uh, poor in-game management from Arsene Wenger. You know, at three 0 up against Dynamo Zagreb, as I grab. Sanchez should have come off even for the, sp- uh, for the sub- yeah. goalkeeper it doesn't yeah. really matter um, take him off but um, in defence of, of, of Wenger had, had we have not played Sanchez and we finished one all all, all hell would have broken loose um, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so because I think you know if he'd have rested Sanchez every, every, every Arsenal fan knows anything would have gone yeah of course you've got to I don't, I don't think anyone would have complained I mean the result of the game and the performance was, was another issue but 
I mean, I don't necessarily think we would have done any better without him. But I just think that de- everyone would have understood that decision. To me, I don't think people would have complained. Um, I think, I think with the lack of, with, with the with the lack of options we've we've got at the moment, especially in front of goal, um, he has kind of become our Van Persie of of um, um, if I'm allowed to say that name. Sorry, guys. Um, um, of of two seasons ago, um, and. Uh, and oh, he's, you, you yeah. know he is the the match winner. Um, I think if you did if you did leave him out, everyone would have gone mad. Because it was an odd situation the first game of the season when he said Look, he's got no chance of playing, and then he puts him on when the game had gone against West Ham. So yeah, yeah and gone. I mean, it's two two nils not gone with half an hour. Two two nils two nils not, not, not gone with us. half an hour. Yeah, in, in a game where we were heavy odds on favourites to win, but it just did seem odd that he said he had no chance of playing, and then plays him at a for a frantic 30 minutes to try and chase a game against the physical side. And it may be all tumbled out of control from them, but he's. He, I, I, I give Wenger the excuse that Sanchez is that type of player, but as Boyd said when he asked the question, you've got to be stronger with your players and you've got to be able to say, no, you're not playing. I think if we had stronger options on the bench, but the, the option was Joel Campbell. Who's played recently? What you know? Yeah, but uh, such a level below. I mean, you know, I, you can I be good against Zagreb at home, but I don't can't. want to talk about betting too early, too much in this podcast. Just Gallant's here, but the difference between Joel Campbell playing and, and Sanchez playing is, is very noticeable. In what uh, you know, oh, yeah. well, it's, price, it's, a, it's a huge price changer. That one, it's a price know. changer, right? It's a massive thing. So getting the gambling lingo in. Alec- all, yeah. Alexis Sanchez has yeah. declared himself fit to play. The medical staff, you're ignoring this point, have declared him fit to play. Well, then there's something. Well. There's something you wrong with our medical wrong, stuff fundamentally Pink, anyway, isn't Pink there? would not put someone on the pitch if, they were not, if he was told they are not in a fit condition to go play the game. So the players told him he's fit. The medical staff have told him he's fit. He has no options. I don't he does really have op- know what you want. The I weakness, don't buy the don't have options. Though. The weakness was when he told the press five, you know, after the yeah. Zabal game that he, that he was suffering and he had a small strain because that was kind of setting himself up to fail. He should have just kept quiet. But I would have... Th- I would have started Sanchez, I think, in the same position. You know, this Norwich game wasn't like we can go take a risk on not winning a game. Every game is vital. If we're going to win the Premier League, which has got more unlikely in the last three weeks, we, we had to go and try and win these if, games. If we were playing the game again tomorrow and the medical staff said he was fine, I would start him again, uh, I think. Um, and and, and we're, 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 we're scrutinising these decisions now um, because it's a consequence of the appalling um, injury you know, list we've had over the, yeah. over the last yeah. 20 years. Um, and this, this is why we're, we're debating whether someone should have started or shouldn't have started. I mean, this happens week in, week out in, 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 every, in every team. Player comes on, pulls a hamstring or, or, or whatever. I know it happens to us too but often. Yeah, but it doesn't, most managers, I think most managers would have, would have not played him. I just think. And, there, and, and, this, and the thing is, it's not, it's not being wise after the event because before the game, if you, looked, listened to, if you watched, you know, I was watching Sky's coverage of it, I was listening to the radio, Five Live, as I always do, and pretty much every pundit they asked when the team was announced was surprised he picked him. And as, as loads of Arsenal mm. fans were on Twitter and, and social media, so it's not like we all like went, oh, you know, of course he had to play him. Everyone was surprised after what he said in that press conference. What? Everyone expected. I thought so. The reason, the only reason to say that in before the game is to then prepare us for the fact that you're going to not play him in this game. And I thought, all right, fine. You know, they're, they're, I mean, obviously we can analyse it to the calculator moment. But for me, it's rare that other managers do that kind of thing. They don't. If they say a player's a bit injured and has been playing constantly week in week out, overplayed is the general feeling that he's been overplayed. Then they then they rest him. To me, it's sure. pretty Wenger-esque what, what to do what he did. What minute was he injured in? Does anyone know? 
65, 65 yeah, or so. I mean, we, you know, we have got the only manager in, in the league that will, will not sub anyone <laughs> well, before course. 70. Um, yeah. And if he changed that strategy, I suppose, over the years, and people were coming off on, at half-time because they were playing crap or on 60 minutes, um, perhaps we wouldn't be in a situation where, where players... You know, no, that's true, yeah, so, you're right. Because so any, anyone that's been subbed for Arsenal over, over the years still has probably played 70 minutes, which is yeah. unusual in, in a team. So... If, if you're in the starting lineup, you've you've got a fair shout of playing 70 minutes unless well, you, you actually break down on the pitch. It's almost certain that you will play well, 70 he made, minutes. Well, he made that change of Santi at 45, and I couldn't. He made that change of Santi at 45, and I couldn't believe my eyes um, at, at home a few 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 games ago. I can't remember which one it was. Um, Tottenham, and, because he Tottenham. was having a shocker. Yeah, but he was. Yeah, having, he was well, terrible. no, I thought it's because he was having a shocker, but Wenger doesn't we, do that. Um, you know, he he backs his players to come. Didn't come he say he'd been sick and dizzy? dizzy. Yeah, 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 that's but, yeah. right. Yeah, but he probably was sick and dizzy because you know, like you say, knowing game management, he doesn't he doesn't look at a player think you've had a shocker, you're coming off, you've got seventy minutes, son. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Perhaps well, it, perhaps he needs to tweak that. You know. Moving on from the, the, that particular issue, what did you think of the general disappointing performance? Can I make one small oh, yes. point before so, you do? Yes, you, can. You, you said you don't buy this no options thing. So what options have we all missed? Because Ramsey oh, no, was I brought just... back into the team. So his options are... In that, Joel, in that particular... have options. In that particular game, I would have played Joel Campbell. I think, Joel, I mean, I know people, a lot of people think he's pretty terrible. I think Alan, looking at me, included. But I think he's done all right recently. I think in this, that particular game, he could done all right. He wasn't playing one of the, a great a, a team so much better than other thing, teams has done all right against. You know, the thing is, people 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 get carried away, and they I th- there's a, the website Gunners Town doesn't help because they don't seem to vet their writers. So. <laughs> Uh, Tuba Rakpom scores a hat-trick in uh, the, one of the pre-season games and they allow a writer carte blanche to say that he's the saviour of the season where if they had any editorial sense they'd say let's just hold this back and see, see what happens mm. and a similar thing came out about his goal against was it Swansea away yeah. Swansea away scores how Tuberak, uh, sorry, how Joel Campbell can be saviour of the season and, and oh. starting to fit in loads of different theories as to why a guy that has played reasonably okay and sneaked a goal suddenly becomes a saviour. And unfortunately, they're followed by about 70,000 Arsenal fans and some just swallow it whole. So when he then underperforms against Tottenham by standing on the ball and just slowing the game... <laughs> and then at West Brom by missing from two yards. And then at West Brom by missing two yards, everyone then takes the opposite view, where the truth is probably somewhere in between. Mm. So I think we're living in a difficult age where people are making complete snap judgments on players that probably aren't good enough but aren't allowed that time to actually build themselves into right, the team. Right, yeah. And for me, he was, you know, give him a little run and he might get a bit better and particularly, give, you know, give him a little run in this particular situation. To me, it was a no-brainer yeah. that he would have, it would have been fine playing. We certainly, I don't think we would have lost if he'd have played no. instead. No. It, maybe it would, have, it would have been the same outcome. Because all of our attacking lineup was pretty poor. I think it's very hard to say that what would have happened. I mean, we only scored oh, one yeah, goal. Yeah, it, was, it was made by the player that we're now saying shouldn't have been on the pitch. Was it? The was it? Was it Kevin Witcher that that, that wrote an on, online editorial for for the Guna and said that um, Joel Campbell can't be coming onto that pitch thinking that he's part of Wenger's plan at all, and it would dent his confidence because he's had a run in the team, and then he's immediately not trusted him in the resting of another player. Yeah. So then he comes yeah, on, and then he feels as bad as when he misses <laughs> yeah. lots of open chances. I mean, it, it does give the player a complete yeah. excuse to not be part of the team. Yeah, I agree out, with that. And, yeah. out, and obviously trusting Ramsey to come straight back into the team, and, um, you know, let's, let's be fair, 
is is part of Norwich's goal. He's a big part of Norwich's goal. Yeah, and, yeah. and doesn't really do much elsewhere. No. Otherwise, boy, you asked more generally about yes. the game. We were very good for, for the bulk of the first half. Mm-hmm. And in 30 then, minutes, we should have gone 2 0. And we were, yeah. and you, you know, we, we spoke about that stat in the last podcast about how when we've gone ahead in games, how rare it has been for us to not go on to win the game. And for us to do that a couple of weeks you know, in a row that, that happened at West Brom and it's happened again, it is a bit of a concern. Well, I could not believe, we did start well, you're right, and I could not believe um, once they scored their goal. Just the incredible change. I mean, it was like from then on, we let them uh, yeah. take complete it, control of the game. Like it was unbelievable. Oh, no, I, I, t- I t- totally agree, and and it, and it comes back to something that's um, that's been an Achilles' heel for Wenger's teams for a long time, and that's the lack of leadership on the pitch. Um, you need players, and Coquelin has been doing this quite well. I think for us, if you actually watch him, um, you know, he, you see him running around and waving mm. his arms and telling telling people what to do. Um, so once that happens and heads 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 drop, it just it gets you know it just gets sucked into this uh, into this rut. And there's no one. The communication on that on that pitch is abysmal. You know, from what I can see, I watch, I watch, and I, I watch to see mm. those those sort of things. You know, maybe being a bit of a woman about it, but I just want to see, you know, go, you know, <laughs> guys going up to each other and 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 rallying each other or talking or giving instruction. It just doesn't happen uh, for us. And uh, until we sort that out and we start getting those big characters back in the in the in the team, like what Wenger inherited all those years ago. Um, with the exception of Vieira, really. It's the, it's the mental strength myth, though, isn't it? It's the thing that he always says, but it mm. actually is the thing that's most abundantly clear is missing it's, when things like that happen. Yeah, it's, 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 very, it's very obvious. But, you know, the Wenger, Wenger players are of a certain ilk, and, and actually, you don't find that tricky little players with, with a lot of skill mm. have also that kind of marshalling side of their game there's not very many that you could probably point out in, in, in world football. Those players team t- tend to be more gritty, break, you know, breakers of, of play, et cetera, et cetera. And we just don't sign players like mm. that. Coquelin, by luck, has, has turned up. And he's the one that has any semblance of that kind of... Um, but we made this point vibe. earlier in the season. When those players used to come into the team, there were enough of the other characters to actually drag them up to that level. So someone like Perez, if you watch his early career, mm. he could have easily come into the team that he came into and just been a, you know, a, a wallflower, complete sort of, you know, just get on with the fancy flicks and everything else. But they dragged him up to being a, a battler. Yeah. Dennis Bergkamp's the same. I mean, he, he was probably a bit more physical when he started out his career, but everyone adapts to the, to the, the majority and we seem to have the majority working the other way against us now. It is incredible, isn't it, that um, this November situation is just repeating itself again and again. Yeah, There's off, the November yeah. situation. So, what, you know, yeah. I tweeted a few weeks ago about deja vu upon deja vu 5,000 times. That's happening again. The decision-making seems to be very reminiscent. Um, just, it's just is it, the injury situation. There have been a, quite a lot of interesting articles this week about the injury situation, which I was going to talk about. Some saying, you know... Uh, various theories about the pitch, the training pitch. If you have the training well, pitch, Keown was saying this in the mail. Yeah, too hard the training pitch. Mm-hmm. Fanger insisted on being really, really hard. No, that's the hardest training pitch in the world, apparently. Well, I, I don't know. I've been down to London Colney. They've got they've got several different pitches, and all of them have got different grass. Oh. You know, d- different types of grass on them, and different sort of um, uh, how hard, softness, or whatever you want to call it. Um, so they've got all the facilities there. It's a world class training facility. 
I don't think that's it. I think Kieran was basically asked, it looked like Kieran had been asked, write something about Arsenal's injury situation. Of course, he, you know, yeah. I'm sure he's doing it on the phone to someone. But he basically said, my problem towards the end of my career at Arsenal was that the training pitch that we yeah. predominantly played on was quite hard and that affected my back and I got more injuries. But yeah. it and I heard like another player... It, it uh, felt like flushing well, no, I did hear another player talking about it though, uh, saying that the, the, really? the main... The main uh, I'm sure you're right, they've got different ones, but the main yeah. one they train on it, he said really? it was that Wenger specifically ordered it to be sure. hard because of but has it always been like that because we extended extended the careers of, of, of some of our most famous players by yeah. five or six years you know um, you'd well maybe this is a recently hardened but training was, but who, I mean but I don't know I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about if it was but, having a genuine effect you, you know there's, well, current, there's too much money going on here to someone to not go that's a problem yeah. let's get a new pitch but I mean, the current yeah. Colney setup hasn't been in place that long no. if you think sure. about it so sure. right. it could, could well yeah. be I'm not sure that Adams and Keown would have played on those kind of pitches. I think Maybe I not. think that's when the original training ground burnt down, and they went up to Sockwell House for about five years. Yeah. So, Barney um, Rowney, did you, he wrote a funny thing yeah. about how he wrote a whole thing about how it's our short players that aren't that are different physically to most normal other teams. We have got like the shortest. Yeah. We've got the shortest team mm-hmm. yeah. statistically, and then halfway through the article, we did a brilliant reverse thing where he said, this, "I've just made this theory up." But you know, it is. It, 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 you know, it's like you have to start look, you're clutching at straws at the theories because it is so. But clearly, the, clearly weird. there is something. It's weird, you know, isn't we've it? got yeah. we've had more injuries in the Premier League than yeah. any other team, yeah. and that's a fact. Yeah. Carrying um, the ball more. Who said that the other day? Soonest yeah, was it? That, Soonest. Yeah. Carrying the ball more. That yeah. was one theory. That's right. I mean, well, that's pro- I mean, we're probably not working. You know, whatever they do, if you if you look at say Jurgen Klopp's teams who are and and Pochettino and whatever and they're, they're, they're fitter than anyone else it's it's a training method um, we clearly have a different training method than, than anyone else and that has to be some sort of so the Dutch guy who used to be uh, oh yeah he's the always. Wales assistant manager I mean he he's 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 he takes over from me in the, the Wenger criticism. Yeah, he loves on, it. I mean, he on, clearly uh, Twitter. Yeah, loves spouting <laughs> forth about if, it. If you, if yeah. you uh, search Wenger's name on Twitter, his account comes up more than mine. Yeah, what's his name? That guy Raymond Verheyen. Raymond Verheyen, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, we mentioned him before. But, he, um, yeah, he, but he, all yeah, in but all... Again, he's been saying it for years. Yeah. Kept getting shouted down, yet everything he said... You can't really pick holes in. I mean, everything mm. he said has actually yeah. either turned true or but he did. has a semblance of truth. Go on. I was just only going to say that I don't think any of us have got the, the definite answer here other than we all know no. the situation. I'm sure Arsenal I think it's not controversial else, to say none of us are medical, sporting medical They're experts. obviously <laughs> doing what they can to look into it. And yet you're sitting here going, well, it's a November curse again and we've got all these injuries. And yet, you know, if this is as low as our season is going to go in terms of injuries, which God, I hope it is, <laughs> and we've had the worst month of the season that we're going to have, then somehow we're only two points off the top because of the everyone table. else has been shit though. That's forget why. that. You we've got fewer points than this time last season. Fine, but we? the team that's haven't least we? shit, haven't we? The we've got fewer points than this time last season, haven't we? We have. It's a fact. Very good. So I mean, I'm, I'm delighted that we're two points off the top because exactly. everyone else has been so, so shit. But, but you, can you only... can't pretend that what I'm going on about, and you know, is but that you don't. You we still haven't solved the, any you of our still problems. Win the Oscar, like, and you are. You still win the Oscar, even if it's a bad year of Oscars. People go, "Oh, did you win the Oscar? Yeah, it's on the CV." So if we end up winning the league, it well, won't be like know. people going back, going, "I'll be you won it in a really shit year." This <laughs> well, it's a fair point, but to take that analogy further, we're not going to win the league. And sometimes terrible films do win the Oscars. Everyone goes, how did that fucking terrible film win the Oscars? And if, yeah. <laughs> you know, but then you're saying happens. we might. I mean, I'll be thrilled if we did, but we won't. Okay. And this, this, this might sound a little bit ridiculous, uh, but it depends what you're looking for. Personally, yes, of course, I'd love to win the league uh, more than anything else. But I'm looking for um, 
a change in not making the same mistakes yeah, every I single agree. year, yeah, more I than anything me else. Too. Yeah, me too. I, I, I would be happy to lose out on the league in a different way than we do yes. every single year. Right. And, and because, because we keep making the same mistakes every single year, I doubt... Uh, I, I doubt... Uh, this this man that's in charge of our of our club, who's got he can speak a, a million and six languages, uh, <laughs> is a very very you know um, astute and and and, and clever uh, professor. But I just wonder how can we keep making the same mistakes again? If he was the CEO of any other uh, uh, any other mm. company, um, he would have got the sack. Now I I desperately want him to be the man that that turns it around and and and, and it would and it would be great. Um, but he's just a stubborn old git, isn't he? And he doesn't he doesn't make any changes. So yeah. I, I, w- I would love to love to see us win the league, but yeah. I don't want to I don't want to win I don't want to win it being the shit the shit team. Oh, but because what, no one else wants to win. Well, it. although I mean, you very, very eloquently said it, pretty much. I, I agree 100. percent Except, of course, if he did somehow manage to win the league, I mean, even if it is because everyone else is, a I'll bit be shit. celebrating as hard as yeah, uh, right. And else, also, so. it would be a big massive fuck you, wouldn't it, to everyone who's ever criticised him about anything ever? And, well, and, and good, and I wouldn't give a shit. I mean, fine, I'd give it to him. I'd say. Yeah, you're I'd, right. I'd still argue you're it stubborn, out. You're stubborn. I would definitely argue it out. Okay, well, I would. <laughs> but do you know what? I'd let it go. I'd like, yeah, you did it. Whatever. I don't care how you did it. But retire. But, but retire now. Bottom line is, it's not. We're not going to do it. I don't no. think. I think. I think we're as far away from doing that as ever. In the end, because in the end, what happens every single season in this league is the team that spends the most money, effectively, or close to it wins the league. And Correct. Which is why, I'm afraid, Roger, your analogy doesn't work of this CEO <laughs> business because in a normal business environment, given an equal playing field, Wenger's had to sell his best players for many years. He's had to fund the new stadium. He but hasn't, hasn't he had... All, well, sure uh, yes, let's go, let's go with the argument that he has. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's very much go with that. Because this, we I haven't, spent, is, we haven't this, spent big I money... this excuse from the Wenger fa- we haven't, fans because well, can I just George finish Graham it before you had let him finish, let him finish it never Adam. came to this until a couple of years ago we obviously didn't find you know get all these super players like Ozil and Sanchez and you know gone in the direction of buying actual you know mega stars that are fitting for a club of our stature we have sold Fabregas fantastic all, all these wonderful players why and an, why have we sold them every, every club every, every, well, everyone I think for a long time we, we couldn't match what was going to be offered to these players from you know abroad due to the financial restraints we had so players had to be let go and it, you know maybe only in time it will be reflected that actually keeping well, us in the Champions League year after year and I know you can go oh but it's only to go out potentially on Wednesday night at Olympiacos but he's done it and he isn't just a CEO of any other company he's someone that has managed to keep yeah. us on a certain level playing field for what, 18 years now and what's, what's we West are Bromwich only two points off wage? and you can't say you know we're not going to what's gonna... West Bromwich Albion's wage bill <laughs> yes but that's a bit like saying you know what's Norwich's wage bill less obviously what's Dynamo less. Zagreb's wage bill what's Olympiacos wage bill I'm not sure I get your point Alan well, well, you're saying they're lesser. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean the bad guy. Exactly it what I'm what, was Tyson Fury favourite to win his fight? No, it happens at sport. If it, but if that's it was just the, the beauty mo- of sport, if it was just uh, based on how much was spent, you'd publish the financial tables at the start of the season. We'd all go and do something different, wouldn't well, we? Every weekend, I like the fact I'm that sure. it's it's an unsure thing. Atletico Madrid proved it. Other teams will prove it down the years. It just so happens that there's a bit of overspending going on, but. It's not like, and I've said this before, if we miss out by two points to Man City and we don't make any of the mistakes that we usually make and we're sitting there saying, do what you know your, what? What are the that current the mistakes that are upsetting you? That was the, well, the ones we've just addressed. Well, the injuries the is not a mistake. 
Well, well the Wenger 70-minute substitutions of, is a mistake. We're saying it's part of a, an ongoing wider problem with mismanagement of the team. If we miss out by two points, and it's because they've managed to spend money on Aguero and someone else in January and De Bruyne and people like that, I will say, do you know what? You got as close as you could on the resources we had compared to their resources. Well done. But we don't. Where so do you think you we should have finished use the, the resources last excuse. I think we should have been on the, t- the coattails of, of those clubs. Could have been in fourth, it could have been in fifth, but the distance between the two is what I'm talking about. Go on. No, no, no. I mean, I'd be, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, I'd be happy just to be genuinely competing for the, for, to win the league. With, you know, but I don't, I, even then, I, you know, I, still, I think what's happening right now is the beginning yeah. of that not happening Wait, how many, this season. And how, maybe in a few months' time, I'll, I'll be proved wrong. But, sorry to interrupt again. Yeah. How many points are, are available each season against teams that massively outspend us? Sometimes... I mean, what, what have you got? You've got? Sometimes you've got three teams, so you've got 18 points up for grabs, and sometimes you've got two teams and you've got 12 points up for grabs. Okay? That's, that's essentially the difference. So, I mean, outside... We're not, but we're not 12 to 18 that, points behind them. What do you well, mean by that? We are. How many points we're are we not, behind? We, I, I, can't get, I can't get last season's <laughs> table. We weren't 18 points behind the winners. We were never yeah, we within. Were, we were never. We were certainly I think we not were, competing. Yeah, we were not once, once they'd eased off, we were. Whatever we the were official stat is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in the end, we always do well right towards the end of the season when we have when there's nothing else to play I'm trying, for. I'm trying and to say already that. won the league. Yeah, I'm trying but, to say that to illustrate the point. Yeah, that there's plenty more points up for grabs against teams that don't outspend us. So it just can never be held as an excuse. It, it represents maybe. Well, what does it represent? It represents probably about eight percent of all the points we can collect in a season. I, I think against this, sides yeah. that outspend us. Yeah, I mean, I think the simple. Why do you don't even compete stat, well Josh against is checking, Josh is checking the stat. I'm just trying to get last year's uh, yeah, no, league enough. table. Up. Well, I mean, for me, if you'd have just bought one or two players out for well, exactly, players, exactly. you know, that, this we, whole situation, I would have think, you know, all right, fine, you know, yeah. it, it's that's 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 the issue. Why really. does he, why does he why does he think that he can um, he can stumble across uh, Francis Coquelin uh, to play him in that position and not sign someone to compete with him in training to keep him on his toes. Because why, he's too nice. Because well, why, he's, why is, because he's a mixture of stubborn, too But that's nice. not going to win you the league, is No, it? I, agree, I agree. So this, this is, this is a classic example of mismanagement. As I always say, as I've said, it's, it's his psychology. I, I, you know, I just think that, that's the issue. But Josh, have you, have, you got, have you got a response for, for, that, for that question? <laughs> Sorry, why, why, why does Arsene Wenger not feel that he needs having, having stumbled across Francis Coquelin in a defensive midfield well why he wouldn't want to go out and buy Schneidlin for £16 million well, because I, and this is why I obviously do disagree I would like to have gone to buy Schneidlin 100% but Wenger believes else. that he is good enough to be part of that team and good enough to be part of a team that is capable of winning the league that's what he believes so I don't think I would but like to talk him out of it, but I'm not capable of it. I don't think anyone's capable of talking him out of it. Yeah, but what? that's the same mistake he makes every single year because oh, yeah. he, he doesn't budget for injuries. doesn't budget for injuries, does he? No. Um, but, well, he, he would argue Flamini and uh, I think we'll probably sooner rather than later see Callum Chambers' potential ability right. in that position. Uh, he right. played for under-21s there. In central midfield, is that, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, Cameron Chambers, I think. Yeah, we, well, he said, we, we, Wenger we'll said himself, he, will, he thinks Chambers is a, yeah, he he did a decent play, well, You should start midfield. him ahead of Flamini the other day then. <laughs> yeah, he should play DM the other But then again, saying that, I've seen him with, I've seen him trying to make challenges with his uh, back 
to the opposition. I, 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 not convinced. I, I'm, not, I'm not convinced. No. But then again, saying that, I think Schneider would have been a better option. I'm just saying. Anyway, I and I know agree. he's not playing regularly for Manu, but I think he would have been playing regularly if we'd fucking signed. We shouldn't well, be budgeting I, I, and I trying mean, to no, throw young people in to sit behind Coquelin. I, I love Coquelin. I think he's yeah, absolutely amazing. Course, but he um, fluked yeah. him. He fluked him. So, yeah, I mean, why should we trust him to do irrelevant. it with 20 million or fluking it from a loan recall of a player that let me ask out you this, for us? Let me ask you this ridiculous hypothetical question. Jurgen Klopp, oh, right? Oh, I, can't, I, can't, I can't talk about this without getting emotional. Yeah, I mean... I've, 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 I've courted him in my mind for, for four or five years and because I'm this, absolutely gutted. The reason I mention it is because Liverpool. I think it's valid because, you know, when everyone... When people said, who either, either staunch anti-Wenger people, like clearly you two, or kind of me, no, who's, no. I, I hover between... Rogers not being I'm in the middle. Well, but you think? But you said he would have been sacked as a, as a CEO. He, I mean, he would have been the implication sacked. Was clear. I still, I still he said love he's him, the one he's... who wants him to turn it around. You know, though, I want but... him to be. Oh, okay, he's, he's definitely not as bad as me. Oh, right, not, no, no, it's not as you. But anyway, what I'm saying is, anyone who's doubted that we should carry on with Wenger for for the rest of eternity always gets asked, well, who would you have instead? Mm-hmm. And we all said Klopp, mm-hmm. and people said, oh, yeah, but he ended up, had a really bad season, one really bad season. But what's happening now? And I know it's early stages, but even that, even this, like, month-long turnaround of Liverpool that we're seeing, for me, I want to... I'm have so excited about by Crystal it. Palace exactly. about three weeks ago. OK, they've put six oh, past come Southampton on. in no, the, but, but the, the league you know cup. What? I'm with Josh here. Are oh, you? Oh, I'm oh, with Josh here. Well, this is why I asked the question. No, yeah. no, no. I'm with Josh Do you want another bit like Man United last year? Do you want us to have Liverpool to come and bubble? No, Liverpool won't finish uh, Oh, OK. Thanks for that. What you're saying, what you're saying, I'm with Josh here. I think there's been a bit... I like Klopp. Yeah. And I wouldn't have minded him taking over yeah. from Wenger, obviously with my position on Wenger, but I think there's been a little bit of an overreaction there with him. And that, that game against Crystal Palace, considering their other form around that time when they lost home to Sunderland, I wouldn't be getting too carried away. He's, displaced, he's, he's done he's well. displaced Bayern Munich twice in, in, in the Bundesliga, hey, hey, which look, is amazing. His ability is... Set, you know, it's not just that the, the charisma, the, 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 yeah, everything. I get all that, it's, it's, it's but about... let's not get carried away with what he can do at Liverpool. Okay, to say fine, that fine, automatically but, but... makes us right about him replacing Van. I know, but I, I personally would 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 welcome um, a potential Moyes like situation just for oh God. just no no just just to see just to see um, what I mean by that is to yeah. take a risk on a manager that I like. Um, just to have something different to Wenger's same mistakes every single year. Yeah, no, I, I, that's that's and what I kind of agree. You know, but not, and, and it's I mean, exciting. God, don't mention Moyes. I don't but, know, of course, but, but I don't Klopp, like Liverpool. But Klopp, no, but what? But what? My, my, my point is, I, I, you're right. Of course, everyone overreacts to these situations. Mm. But I mean, I, it's the breath of fresh air that. That yeah. I think we need it's the yeah, staleness definitely. Definitely. The, yeah. the, the, of this November thing that's starting now. And what I'm saying is, um, I, my genuine, my genuine thought was, let me just let me quickly finish it. It's very quick. If we, if if Wenger had left, it's just all hypothetical. If Klopp had come in for this season, I think it would have been a huge better show, and I think he probably could have done really, really, really well with this team, and probably would have bought players. And he looks all an Arsenal things. manager to Yeah, Arsenal. and now, and what's happened now? We've missed out on him. He's been Liverpool for five years, and it when we're fucked. Carry on. Okay, Klopp is brilliantly charismatic. Would be very nice if he was an Arsenal manager at some point in the future. But of course, Arsene Wenger will go when he goes. Yeah. But I don't understand, Boyd, how you're so negative on say the last month at Arsenal. And it's only been the last month since we were poor against Spurs, yeah. uh, West Brom, and yeah. three pretty bad results. And obviously, Zagreb, we you know we'd be in the middle of it. So you're happy to be really negative and oh, the rest of the season was shit. And then Klopp wins a couple of games, and it, everything was going to be amazing for them. So how can it be like no, no, down no, I'm not on the that. Arsenal? I, recent? No, I'm not. You didn't misquote me. I didn't say that. No, I'm just which bits did I misquote? I don't think 
everything's going to be amazing with Liverpool. I don't think Liverpool are going to finish above us, remember. So I, I'm just saying what I'm saying is he's transformed them philosophically and he's been a breath of fresh air and he's a dynamic, great manager and they're responding to that. I'm saying that, transfer that to Arsenal, that's what we need. We need a dynamic you'll have approach it. You'll have and it. we're not getting it. You'll have it in a few years and then you'll see what, oh, okay. you, what, you, what you had. Yeah, no, I'll appreciate it. Yeah, but you, yeah, but you can appreciate what you had and love it. Yeah. But then you, and then you can embrace a change. And, you know, people are afraid of, of change. And Arsenal, a lot of Arsenal fans if, are if afraid of change. If I thought Arsenal Wenger couldn't lead, lead us to a league title, I'd be with you. But I'm in the camp that says he but, can. But, uh, but what says he can? That's the fundamental the, the floor of any one of his fans. I don't, mind, I don't mind you saying how much you love what he did in the past. But if you really can't see, and this is why I will argue it out if, if we somehow fluke the title... <laughs> I would definitely argue yeah. out that it does not make people like me wrong. It does not. And I will come on here, the first podcast afterwards, that you have me, and I will argue it out with Jeff, <laughs> with yourself, and with Mr. Nuki Burden as well. Um, and well, I we will, will definitely wrong, be there, because how I don't can I be right for ten years, and then you're right for one, and then it's the monkey, suddenly... It's the monkeys on the typewriter. Boy, theory, but, suddenly, but suddenly, I'm the one that's really in the wrong. It'd be like being on a quiz show with me, head-to-head, <laughs> me beating you 10-1, and it just so happens that yours was the last question, and you run out celebrating, not having it. Will you put on a big event, Boyd and Alan together, when we do win the league and invite all the listeners of Footballers Silly Arsenal to come join you, and their drinks will be on the two of you, because you're so confident it's not happening, you might as well. we'll give, give it a I've, limit offered, of you, like, I've offered you four to one, it's three to one best price. Yeah, but, but, but in your head, it's probably six to one real price. So it's, <laughs> it's four to one, like generous. Um, I'm, um, I'm quite happy with that, but I don't know about the budget. First, first yeah. We'll limit I mean, it to the first 100 guests. <laughs> if some of them are alcoholics, that's not a problem. I'm happy, to put, I'm happy to put about 200, 250 quid behind okay, the bar. Okay. Because I would like to celebrate Arsenal winning the league with okay. a bunch of fellow fans. Well, we won't, we won't win it and we can't win it until we buy those players that, that run the dressing room properly. Um, I totally agree. Wenger won't win. We, we haven't win, we, we haven't won a big trophy since we lost leaders on the pitch. It's a very, very simple maybe thing. You'll, maybe you'll prove us wrong by buying two or three players in January well, and we'll all... No, of course he won't. Big trophy, presumably, um, then, is only the Premier League and Champions and, League. Yes, and, well... Again, I will say again now, I do not diminish what we've achieved in the FA Cup, but unfortunately, much to my disappointment, that is not the competition it once was. That's not our fault. I love the days at Wembley. I love the fact we won it, but... It, no, that, it's still, that it's still a fantastic conversation. It's, it's, it's still it, a fantastic just, competition, is, but, but it's not the reflection yeah, of the squad. But, Josh, that, I ask that, you, if we won the FA Cup for the next two seasons again, making it four in a row, <laughs> would that satisfy you? Well, I would, I would say... And also runs in the league. I don't think that's failure. I've also got a feeling now, you mentioned also runs in the league, that Josh might have checked the stat from earlier and he put his phone down quite quickly, which makes me think I was Listeners, right. And he he's didn't got want his to tongue out in admission. You know, you know when Google goes down? So that's oh, yeah. That always happens. No, yeah. I'll be honest. Okay, yeah, so we, honest, we, were, we were 12 on. points short. Oh, exactly. And then, no, but I said in the last few seasons, and seven points in the previous year, which of course, you being mathematicians here, you'll know it's an average of nine and a half points behind. So I won't take it that we were between 12 and 18 points behind. I didn't say in the last I don't say we will be, be between 12 and 18 points I said as a percentage of the points available to us in the season we only play the teams that outspend us six times and on that or four times bombshell <laughs> 12 points behind um, we, I think we've run out of time so we're going to obviously in the, in the new format this is the end of this podcast but there'll be an extra special 
Looking forward to the next two games podcast uh, tomorrow or yeah, be available tomorrow, Friday. Friday. So it's Thursday today. Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday, and then you can hear us talk our our esteemed views on what's going to happen in the Sunderland and Olympiakos in the Sunderland and the crucial Olympiakos game. But um, thanks very much, um, everyone, and we'll see you next. Week. Oh no, we won't. so we think we might not be doing it next week, might we? Because I've got a very important. Well, you're too showbiz. To to. You're you're the most showbiz guy I've ever met. You're I'll be honest, out every night, and I'm showbiz. going to Olympiakos. We'll have to. You're going to Olympiakos. I'm not missing the Quentin Tarantino film yeah. premiere, and you're going to Olympiakos. Um, so we'll probably do it the week after. Okay, but anyway. We'll see you soon. Thanks very much and bye. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.